You're listening to Tech Recruit, a podcast that educates talent acquisition and recruitment professionals on innovation to attract talent across all industries. We're glad you're here. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Dueling Sourcers. My name is Stacy Broadwell and I will be your host. And today we have some amazing sourcers who are joining us who are going to show us there's more than one way to source talent. And with us is Shannon Kelly. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hey, y'all. And um, Sarah Goldberg. Welcome to the show. Returning, returning sourcer. Yes. Yes. Thank you for having me back. So Shannon, this is your first time joining us in the show. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Cool. So um, actually, I used to work with Sarah about a year ago. Um, but um, so I am a recruiter with Bench Prep. We are a Chicago based software company in the ed tech space focusing on exam preparation. So I um, full cycle recruiting on a lot of things, a lot of stuff for our sales team um, and some of our other operations teams internally, um, though my background before that is in tech sourcing. Very cool. Okay, well, welcome to the show. And Sarah, for those of you who don't know who Sarah Goldberg is, tell, let's let's hear a little bit about what yeah. makes you so amazing. <laughs> uh, it's overselling it a little bit. Um, so my name is Sarah. I work at a tech recruiting firm called Objective Paradigm. Um, we're a boutique firm based in Chicago, but we source everywhere. Um, and I work, uh, we do consulting work. So I will work directly with clients, sourcing for them, um, integrating with their systems. Um, and mostly focused on tech sourcing, as Shannon mentioned. Um, and very excited to be here and be back. Well, welcome friends and welcome audience members. So without further ado, we'll go ahead and get started. What are we gonna be sourcing for today? So today we're gonna to be talking about sales, business development, like that whole world. So we're gonna be going back and forth, um, splitting, sharing our screens, um, and just doing some live searches on how to find um, both experienced and entry-level sales folks. They're just such a tricky bunch of folks to reach out to. Yeah, I mean, as a software, as a service company, we are hiring salespeople almost constantly, either um, business development folks who are, for us, are more entry-level role or like more experienced enterprise account executives. So that's what Sarah and I are kind of going to spend our time working on today. Before we get started, may I ask a question because I, For sure. and this is in regards to like high volume, high turnover type of roles versus like the software engineering or data, which can be a little bit um, more, I feel like tailored in your outreach. Do you tend to mm -hmm. use templates in your outreach um, when you're speaking to these like high volume, high turnover, mass quantity sort of positions? Yeah. So I'm lucky in that our sales team is not a very high turnover team. Um, but um, that being said, I do start with the template and then I make a point of um, customizing it to, you know, what they're, what they're looking for. Um, we are, um, thankfully, like our volume is such where it's kind of like in between of like, we want several at its time to start, but we're not looking for like 20 people constantly. It's more like, you know, a class of five at a time. So my, my volume doesn't get nuts. I know some people are in the, in the world where it does, but um, we're looking especially for people who are, from their background, we see some tenure, we see them wanting to like stay for a little while too. Awesome, and if anybody has questions or if maybe you want them to source some of your roles or you have particulars that um, maybe you want them to look for, put it in the chat, put it in the Facebook Live and we'll throw that out and, and see what we come up with. Okay, friends, without further ado, I'll turn it over to you. Awesome, um, Shannon, do you wanna share your screen first? Um, whatever works. Um, yeah, where do we want to? Let's get started with. I guess probably the most thing, most helpful thing to get started with would be kind of like an overview of what we're even talking about in terms of like the yeah. universe of sales roles. So, in terms of like all the different job titles that are out there and what what we're what we're looking for. So, I guess to kind of start there a little bit um, before I even share my screen. Um, Teams do it, companies do it a little bit differently, each company, but kind of the standard way that it tends to break down is like a business development representative or a sales development representative, kind of same thing um, as kind of like the entry level. Um, 
as the entry level kind of sales role and that's more focused mm -hmm. on prospecting new leads and setting appointments for a salesperson to take further than that and then how far they go in that process kind of depends company to company but that's kind of a standard like BDR, SDR is, is like an entry-level salesperson. Mm -hmm. And then from there, kind of growing into an account executive, um, which is focused on hunting new business. And then kind of the other side of that, what we're not necessarily looking for today is like an account manager who is more focused on the process of like once an account is, once a sale is closed, you know, keeping that relationship strong, mm -hmm. kind of the stereotype of the buzz phrase, the cliche is like, a hunter versus a farmer so we're focusing on the okay. the hunter side of things today um you want to add anything to that sarah um no just that um a lot of these things um i feel like every single company is going to call it something different it's kind of like are you looking for a software engineer or a software developer um account manager account executive client executive um there's all sorts of different um keywords that will pop in um Sometimes you gotta cast a broad net in terms of keywords while still sort of looking at like what is the person we're looking for actually doing and how do they talk about actually doing that work um, and less focused on like what their exact title acronym might be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Cool. All right, I'm gonna share my Google. Um, so, I mean, oops, let me stop one second. No, yeah, I'm good. Okay, just making sure that in all of my windows and in all of my things, I'm sharing the right one. Um, everybody see Google. Yep. Sarah, okay, cool, just making sure. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> the Zoom fear is real. Um, <laughs> so, an easy way to start with everything sourcing is, is LinkedIn, our LinkedIn. I don't have recruiter anymore because COVID happened. So I'm back to regular good old Google x-ray searching my LinkedIn, which so far is totally fine. Um, can you can you talk for like one second? What does the site operator do right there? I know yeah, you already have sure. that built up. Cool. Yeah. So um, site operator um, specifically limits our Google search to like things that are on the site that you put after the operator. So in this case, we're gonna start with LinkedIn. We're gonna do LinkedIn.com. And then if you go to like a LinkedIn profile, um, like I just happen to have, let's just open me for funsies. Um, there's that LinkedIn.com slash in is after mm -hmm. everybody's profile. That's kind of what's in the URL. So if we're searching anything that is in this site of LinkedIn.com slash in, what we're gonna find is gonna be a profile. Does that make sense? Yep. Cool. So um, if we're starting there, then we want to add our Boolean keywords of what we are looking for in sales. So I'm going to start out, Sarah is going to go into some more about how we would look for some of the more experienced sales folks, but I'm going to start with if I wanted to search for just some kind of more entry level people who might be interested in a business development role. I mean, an obvious search would just be like, um, people who are doing it now and maybe have only been doing it for like a year that would be one option um we also are pretty open to entry-level folks in terms of our business development folks at bench prep so um that's an option as well but i mean to start super basement basic um So right now I'm just looking for people who are in Chicago and um, have done business development or sales development and for a software as a service product. And now I'm already seeing an issue with that in that I'm getting a bunch of people who have a lot more experience than I'm looking for. So I'm gonna add not um, or precedent or lead and see if I can cut out some of that and start looking at some newer some some more junior folks hey Sarah why am I still getting vice yep. presidents um so I think you're still getting vice president because Google is very weird and very annoying and doesn't do well with with parentheses so I usually do not each term instead of trying to do, I think the 
you probably could do some like fancy things like Boolean algebra, um, where you use not with parentheses, but I think it's probably um, that. I also usually put the knots at the end of it, but honestly, I don't know if where the knot is in the search actually makes a difference. Well, let's uh, see. This is why we're yeah. doing this live. That's much better. Okay. Yes, there um, we go. Cool, cool, cool. We're still getting some founders and some seniors, but that's okay. Oh, I didn't do not senior, so that would be why. Um, so, let's see. Business development representative at Origami Risk, business development at Salesforce, business development executive. This is actually like someone that a little more senior experience than I would necessarily, you know, this is more like doing the role that I would want them to be moving into, but that's the kind of profile that I'm looking at. And these give us some ideas of where to kind of go if we were looking for someone who was a little more junior than this person. So like moving from, I like to see people who've moved from some kind of other sales thing. Like this is, he was sales at a, um, at a car dealership. Um, I've seen sales in, you know, insurance, um, retail sales where they're like, you know, they've done that and they want to move into something that's more business to business. Um, those are some, some starting points. Also, like if he'd done an internship in sales, something like that, those would be kind of like the, the background that I might look at for kind of a more junior person. So, um, so like this is a good example of someone also who's like pretty 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 newer to um to sales as well so these are actually some good profiles of like a more experienced sales development business development representative so would you dig in more to the sales enablement society because that seems like it's some kind of volunteer organization yeah i was just looking at that too so this is giving us something to check out as well a volunteer organization focused on elevating the role of sales enablement in organizations nationwide like one of the many rabbit holes that we can dive down. Sometimes that's the best, that's like the best way to learn stuff because I don't know, sometimes with Boolean searches, um, you just, you're relying so much on people knowing the words to put on their profile that we're going to start looking for. Whereas mm -hmm. once you find something like this, we're like, oh, you'd probably only be involved with us if you want to volunteer more about teaching people self-enablement where you might like scroll through people who are mentioning it or um, are listed as employees um, for all your experience. Yeah. Um, cool. So should I spend some time on this? Do you want to switch gears to, to your screen? What what, what makes yeah. sense with this time? Let me, let me start sharing mine. Um, cool. Stop and I will talk a little bit about um, some x-ray searches. And while I prepare to do this search, Oh, so I just saw a question here on the chat while you're oh. pulling up some stuff, which I like. Um, is there a difference between doing Boolean searches on Google versus doing it directly in LinkedIn? Um, so directly in LinkedIn, I feel like I don't have as, the search doesn't, just doesn't work as well in LinkedIn. Um, Sarah, do you, what, what's your experience been like with um, that? So if you don't pay for LinkedIn Recruiter, um, you will actually hit the search limit on LinkedIn. You so will. even if it works well, um, you at least the volume of searches that I do, um, you'll just like hit that limit. Um, you also so, have a limit in terms of like the degree of connection that will come up and mm -hmm. then the information they'll give you on that person. Whereas if you find their profile on Google, you don't run up against the same like blocking yeah. of that where they won't show you like third degree connections at a certain point. Yeah. Oh man, you're gonna see some previews for what we're doing later. Yeah. Um, and there was so, another so, question too. Also, is there so a way awesome. to search on Google where you filter candidates that are in your location slash country filtering out anyone oh, in international? Awesome, I can do that. Um, do so the way to do it for location, and I do wanna caveat that LinkedIn is making some changes, um, including those changes are, instead of saying that you live in the greater Chicago area, they want you to say that you live exactly where you live. Um, and somehow thinks that I live in DuPage County. I know we have a couple of um, Chicago locals on this chat right now. Um, I do not live in DuPage. I live in the city proper. Um, 
So I think that is going to change this very, very soon. So apologies in advance. I'm giving you advice that's probably going to be obsolete. Um, but for now, I do like to put in keywords like greater Chicago area. And the thing about that, and the thing that sort of makes it a little bit tricky for LinkedIn, is you need to figure out how they talk about locations and like how, if you see it, like greater Chicago areas where someone's probably going to talk about where they live or where they have previously lived and might be interested in either working remotely or um, in the future beautiful world where we can <laughs> return to the office safely, um, potentially relocating. So I wouldn't necessarily pitch too many people on relocating right now. Uh, that said, um, maybe this is the time to pull people who might have, um, might have left Chicago for places that are currently literally on fire. Um, but still not necessarily what we want to think about right this second. Um, so I want to do site linkedin.com slash in greater Chicago area. Um, I want to actually use this to talk about how you might find more experienced people. Um, so I am going to do that account executive search. Um, you could also do account executive or client executive. Um, so um, this is a trick that I learned from Jan Tegzi is using a pipe operator instead of or. Um, just mm. the, the fewer things you need to type, the better. I'm a very lazy sourcer sometimes. Um, something like that. So by or string. Um, and then what I want to add in is uh, this works mostly with senior people who are experienced. Um, I want to think like, how would someone talk about being good at their job? Um, in sales, it's easy. They're going to talk about um, hitting or exceeding quotas. They're going to talk about winning President's Club, other awards. Um, you find someone who's like, I'm really good at sales. They want to talk about, I'm really good at sales. Um, so in this case, I'm going to do, I'm just going to search for the word quota. Um, I put scare quotes around literally everything in my search because if you don't Google besides that they know what you want more than you know what you want. Yeah, um, so that's true. <laughs> with, um, so yeah, with phrases, um, you, you need it just to say like, look at all three of these words together. But um, even with single word um, keywords, like if, if you want to say, okay, give me something quota or something similar to quota, great, I'll look at it. Um, but most of the time, Google thinks you want one thing, you know you actually want something else. So I'm always really cautious with that. Um, and this already gave me 38,000 results. Um, I do want to share something that's kind of new um, that Irina Shmeva posted that I think is just awesome, is the open to work hashtag. I think, the I think it's with quotations. Nope, not with quotations. Like I said, we're doing it live. Um, but the open to work hashtag, now that LinkedIn is like making it a thing, is yeah. actually something that you can put into your search. So again, huge credit to Irina, I love her. Um, but that's something that you can use to um, narrow down your search, so. Is it open to work on LinkedIn? I indeed was pushing like ready to work, which I feel like sounds oh. a little sillier even than open to work <laughs> does. But um, I've seen yeah, both so of those, like people put on resumes to try to signal their you know yeah off. LinkedIn um, open to work is that like green circle um, yeah okay yep I, I, I'm gonna be real honest I I love indeed but they um, don't always love working with staffing companies so I don't do too much sourcing on, on indeed um, no no offense if there are any like indeed deed on that or indeed recruiters here it's a great platform but it's not always great for an agency um, so I'm gonna look through this person, uh, account executive at Blue Crew, eight years of experience, five um, leading a team. Um, and Blue Crew, I think we're going to get a lot of staffing in this. Um, yeah, we've got sales from headhunting and K4s. Blue Crew might all, is probably also a recruiting firm. Um, but I feel like recruiting and sales, um, in addition to like business development for recruiting firms, which is very, very similar. There's an uh, overlap there. I would definitely, in depending on the role, be open to hiring a, a recruiter for for sales. I mean, unless depending on how experienced of software sales you're looking for. Like I do software sales mm -hmm. roles. So like typically we're looking for, for a more senior account executive, we're looking for like some solid years of experience doing specifically software sales. But for mm -hmm. like a more entry level role, super open to a recruiter who wants to move into sales. So that's something I would look at too. Nice. My dog that's is wandering around in the background. Oh, <laughs> hi Sophie. Um, Bye, my my cat thankfully is sleeping um he's hiding in my room but i checked on him before this and he was completely stretched out doing like cat yoga it was adorable um 
So yeah, so let's look at one more person, just sort of showing that I think these are all people that I would probably reach out to an experience to if I had an experience at all. Um, especially someone who is is open. Um, and if they're open, honestly, you can probably just send a connection request until you get locked out. Um, I guess we didn't really pre-plan talking about finding contact info. Um, you can find a lot just with Google, but I do, oh man, my Zoom is like, here is hiding like up right where all my own extensions are. Um, but this is the Loxo extension. Um, it is, uh, the ATS, I think there's like a paid version and you can, if you pay for it, you can do some really cool stuff, but totally for free, you can actually get, um, do a contact info lookup. Um, I unfortunately need to log in because I forgot to do that before we started. Um, but when you're screen sharing next, I'll log in and we can use it as an example for the next, the next search that we run. Um, but um, just so we can show how, how that works. Um, but honestly, if people are already open to work um, and they're, they're open, I probably would just send a connection request. You get, um, I think, 300 characters to say, hey, I'm hiring sales folks. You don't need to be more um, detailed than that. Um, and I would probably start there instead of spending too much time hunting for an email. Um, awesome. And then you can, so I put quota. You could also put something like President's Club or other similar people. Um, well, I mean, so oh, I was like, why do we still only have 28 people? And I realized it's because we have this. Oh, and I just screwed up. I like repeated something a lot too. Um, awesome. But that's sort of the basics of um, Google search. Oh, and then one other thing that I want to talk about um, is we talked about how like limiting it just to people who are in your country. Um, it, this works less well if you're searching in the U.S. for someone else in the U.S., um, but if you are looking for someone who's overseas, you can look up their country code. Um, I was just talking with Katrina Collier about this. Um, but like, so if you're searching for someone who lives in the UK, do site uk.linkedin.com slash in. Um, because it's just that that's where the, um, and you can look up like a master list of two letter country codes. Um, but here you'll get people who live in the UK. Uh, that's just how LinkedIn uses, um, that's how LinkedIn identifies um, people in different countries. It looks, it, works less well with U.S. because unfortunately um, our um, our URLs for whatever reason don't start with U.S. at LinkedIn.com. Um, awesome. So Shannon, do you want to take over and do our next topic? Yeah. Um, so there are, there was one other question, Sarah, about oh. how the um, open to work stuff was showing up on the profile. Um, I know the people who were in your search didn't necessarily, the ones who pulled up, have that green banner on their profile. I mean, that's more like just connected mm -hmm. to if they choose to update their profiles of that. So they might have it somewhere in their profile and like we just didn't scroll past it. Um, yeah. So that was the question that came up was like, who doesn't have, some of those people didn't seem to have that on their profile. Yeah. I think also what might have happened is they had open to work and then probably turned it off. Um, but, um, yeah, because none of these have the, like the green circle. Um, but they did have they had they had it on a keyword somewhere, um, or else they were just showing up. Um, yeah, I don't know. That that got me. Um, it could also be honestly. So when you're searching, you're not searching. Uh, when you're using Google to search, you're not searching what's on a page right this second. You're searching what's on a page the last time Google scraped and indexed and said, hey, this is the contents of this page. Um, so if someone had been open to work and turned it off, um, or if it only stays for a certain number of days before being refreshed, um, that wouldn't show, that wouldn't necessarily show up. Uh, um, yeah, David Galley also had a question about um, searching for farmers as opposed to hunters. And I mean, same kind of thing about like thinking about how they would talk about their accomplishments on LinkedIn. Um, just some things that came up off the top of my head. Um, so well as the salespeople who are more focused on new business, they're mm -hmm. going to be talking about like new logos or quota, you know, 
attainment to quota, you know, over 100% quota attainment, President's Club, et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah. Some, of the, some of the account managers definitely still have those as their compensation and will still be talking about like where they are versus their quota. Another thing is that at least um, some of those account managers are also like accountable for like upsells or renewals too. So it's like mm -hmm. those might be keywords to look like upsold, you know, X percent, X dollar value into this account or things like that might be ways to think about about that. Yeah, I think you could also think for keywords, uh, like people would talk about wallet share, um, where sort of, I think, I mean, a lot of recruiters have probably had these conversations, um, but ways of thinking of how you're growing the business, like how you're growing the business, how you're growing like the portion of the business that goes to you instead of your competitors. Um, so I would definitely also consider those keywords for someone who's, who's a farmer. Um, or maybe NPS um, for if we're moving more from farmers to um, like account managers and people who are keeping their clients happy. Yeah. Um, oh, I've never heard that term wallet. I hadn't maybe. heard it before either. That's a new one to me too. Oh, um, I, now I feel like I'm, I'm revealing OP secrets. I feel like that's something we talk about a lot. Um, interesting. <laughs> we're talking about clients. Um, but yeah, where it's um, how much of what people are paying agencies are they paying us versus how are they paying competitors? Um, oh, interesting. I mean, it makes sense but, as a metric for sure. I just don't know how it would show up on a profile, but yeah. it's an interesting thought. <laughs> I agree. The evolution of jargon yes. fascinates me too. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to, I don't want to, I can share yeah. again if you want me to. Um, yeah, so one other thing that Sarah and I were talking about wanting to cover when we were talking about what we wanted to make sure we covered today um, is another good way, whether you do it with a LinkedIn search or whether you do it with another kind of search to get people is, and to get their resumes and things like that is to do an image search on Google. Um, so I literally, I haven't changed what I had open here. I just clicked over to images, but I'll, I'll play with my actual string here in a minute. Um, but um, you can actually set up Google to show you, it's gonna take me a minute to get to the right page in Google. You can set up Google to show you um, profile pictures, like pictures of, of people, um, advanced search, that's what I want. And then you can, so you can go to the advanced search section for Google images, and then you can narrow your results by any kind of thing that you want within like the kind of image it'll pull up. You could do sizes, things like that. But the one that's really cool is type of images and you can actually select face. And so then it will um, do only like pictures of people's faces. So um, here you can see it's pulling up pretty much everybody's LinkedIn photo headshot um, and specifically starting there. and. What I like to do with this, which is super helpful, is if I have a really solid pipeline of people, like one thing we always want to make sure that we're doing is diversifying the pool of candidates that we're talking to. So like I get a lot of inbound sales applicants, but there might be all kind of similar kinds of people. And so like um, I'm obviously like making judgments about people, what they look like to like guess like, you know, their for example, like racial or ethnic background or something like that. And so that's like, it's not a perfect science by any means and magnet not reflect how someone's self-identifies. So you can get a little, you know, that that's not perfect. But especially if I'm just thinking about like, who is a business development representative who is not like just another white guy, you know, like, um, cause that is a very high proportion of people in technology and also people in sales. Um, so that's something I might do with a LinkedIn search like this of trying to like look at faces and, you know, make some guesses and assumptions about like gender or background or things like that there. Um, just as a, as a supplement for my search, um, whether that's searching LinkedIn or if that's just searching Google in general. But so once you've gone into settings and gone into that advanced search and said search faces, that will actually start showing here in this dropdown of type but you have to like go in and find it. See, and then now it goes away. So you have to go in and find it in advanced search first. For some reason, it doesn't like to just stay there. Um, so anything else you want to talk about there, Sarah? Um, so sometimes you can do search, you can use an image search to search for like pictures of resumes. Um, yeah. That, 
I tried to do that um, last week and it was not working for me, so I don't want to, uh, so this is, I think, an example of how it sometimes works and how it sometimes doesn't work. Um, and I also think that um, SlideShare, used, or SlideShare used to be owned by LinkedIn and used to be like if someone uploaded their resume to LinkedIn, they were uploading it as a SlideShare file. Um, they were just acquired by Scribs, and so I haven't. Um, I know that things are probably changing soon, but I haven't um, actually played around quite yet with how, how that works. Um, but you can do that if you set it to look for black and white, where people yep. probably. Yep. So there we go. This did some weird things to my search when I went into that advanced <laughs> um, that advanced search tab. So be careful with that, folks. But um, so especially if we do like resume or CV or Vita or you know, we'll just start there. For yeah. Um, so then you can see we've set it to this black and white image type, and we're going to get a bunch of resumes we're also yeah. going to get a bunch of sample resumes like this says right here resume building template so then if we are doing a search like that we probably want to start taking out not template not yeah. job post not sample and now we're getting a bunch of stuff so i need to fix the things that google messed up for yeah. me here when so i think this that but that's kind of like what what you would what you would start to see yeah. Um, awesome. I think because you still have like it's because I still have this like weird. Yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I also just like it did something weird with my. Uh... Yeah. Google wants what it wants. Yeah, it took away my quotes, so it's messing up my my stuff. Oh, it when you went into advanced search. It, yeah. It went, oh, here my up. role for using quotes. Oh, right. It was just like, this is what I want you to do. So this is interesting. That just gave me a bunch of black and white pictures. But, um, oh, you know what? Why is there oh, a you... in there? I just decided. It just it... decided to do whatever <laughs> it wanted. And that is not what we want Google to do. So this is why we put quotes around things, because Google thinks it's smarter than us. Yep. Oh man, okay. I love well, how this happens. Yeah, we, we, we can we can we move on. Go down a the principle still applies, and I will. Yeah. So there we go. I just had too many keywords, and we'll we'll figure it out from there. Um, awesome. So if you stop sharing, um, yep. I think I can start sharing. I want to talk about conferences. Um, yeah, let's talk about conferences. So there we go. There's some more like actual real resumes that are resumes. So I will stop sharing so that you can start sharing. Um, let me oops, just share the screen that I want it to. Um, let's do this. Uh, can you all see my screen? Um, awesome. So we're just back right here. Um, why is this not moving? Uh, sorry, uh, as I talk to myself. I did want to take one quick second and just show Loxo. Um, so for free, it, um, it imports people into um, like into your basically like your own private database. Um, but you can also use this find contact information. It doesn't always work. Um, so I think probably about 50% of the time it doesn't get anything, but a lot of times you do get um, emails and phone numbers and it is totally free, zero dollars, zero limits. I, I love them. Um, so that's, that's my one quick little plug. Um, anyway, so I do want to start talking more about um, searching for conferences. So this one, I really do have to give a lot of credit to Steve Levy, um, who originally wrote um, the exact trick that we're looking. Um, but the thing that's really useful for this is um, looking for, oh, and can you guys see my screen? Uh, with a good afternoon, Sarah. Yes. Awesome. Speaking um, for everyone. Thank you, I appreciate it. I tried yes, to like hide, yeah. awesome, I tried to like hide or the, like, the chat box was like over a thing that I wanted to look at, so I wound up completely hiding it, so I can't see it right now. Um, anyways, so Steve pointed this out, um, but the trick, especially for sales, is you wanna think, um, as you're recruiting sales folks, you wanna kind of think like they're thinking, um, and where are they hanging out? With 
the software engineers who can see, oh, you know, they're hanging out where the coding is, maybe tech meetup. Um, salespeople are also kind of doing that, but like there's this extra level where salespeople are thinking about who they want to sell to. So we're thinking, okay, great, if I wanted to sell to this group of people, where would I go? Um, and sort of think, where can you find them there? So that's why yeah. I kind of, oh, sorry. Oh, oh no, I just like to speak to that for sure. Like when we're going to conferences, for example, we'll go to like a software comp, like as a software as a service company, we'll send our business development representatives and account executives to a software comp, to like a education conference, for example, as a technology vendor um, and things like that. So yeah, they're gonna be, that's where they're gonna be going. Yeah. Or sponsoring. And so you can usually find who's sponsoring. You can almost always find exhibitor lists because that's, um, if you're looking at trade shows, especially, um, like who's who's exhibiting there the people who are actually there are probably sales folks so you can manually kind of just go through and see um erin lynch has a great way of actually breaking into phone apps um i think it would take a full hour just to sort of go into that so i'm going to show you the easy way um and i'm going to go back up here so you can actually see more of it um so this is the, again gotta give credit where it's due to steve um sked.com is a conference platform um and if you use in URL directory, you're going to get the attendee list, and we can look for, you know, I'm just going to do really broad sales, um, and this is the one that I wanted to pick up, pick on. Um, I love just picking on recruiters when you're doing this, because I think we all sort of opt in to like, oh yeah, we know, our information is everywhere. Um, probably a lot of the people here have um, representing technology that does this. Um, so as you can see, you've got a lot of really, um, this is better, I mean, we're finding speakers, uh, so this is specifically the speakers directory. Um, so you're gonna get lots of directors and hubs. You can find just um, account executives uh, for text recruit. Um, I'm sure a lot of people on this call are familiar with, and it just blinks right there. Um, what's also useful about this is um, once you say, okay, I've proven that this will give me like, a person and a picture and a LinkedIn profile, um, you can sort of take that and build that into your search. So you can search for, um, whoops, not want to search through the secured link, uh, but you can search just for people who are at specifically this conference. Um, if you want to look at people who are at any conference who's got this like speaker thing, you can put a wildcard here or leave it empty. Um, and then I'm going to look for do sales or account. Just truly pop up. Um, oh, so you used the wildcard to block out the name of the conference from their URL so you could get any conferences. Yeah, so this is going to take me people who have some kind of sales or account keyword. Um, you could probably narrow it down a little bit more. Um, so I'm going to try Let's Let's do B2B. Um, B2B is business, um, a little bit different than business to consumer, although like you mentioned previously with the car sales, sometimes you do need a, you, you can work with a B2C background. Um, but here you're actually finding, you know, people who are attending sales conferences um, and you've got, uh, no actually, you can't actually find the, the VP of marketing and growth, maybe a little bit more senior. Um, but you get like a full name, company, keyword, and can pop that into a Google search. Um, probably will pick up their LinkedIn immediately because there's enough information to to get to it. Um, so get this, this like looking for if you're looking for people who have like bios, you're going to skew more senior just because that mm. um, that's the stage in their career where people start speaking. Um, can you, uh, you can. click back to, so you're specifically searching speakers, so you're searching the in URL speaker? Yeah. Um, okay. But let's see. Let me see if we have, actually, yeah, I'm just going to like click through the Flip My Funnel 2018. Um, sometimes they actually have their directory and they'll have the attendees too. And sometimes attendees will, um, Include okay, these are all Flip My Funnel 2018. Uh, like all Flip My Funnel 2018. We found like all of their speakers, I guess. Um, so here's a thought, because um, you can also search <laughs> Sked for 
sponsors. So it would take a little more digging, but if you're trying to find like people in a specific industry, you could do like, for example, with learning technology, I would want to look at maybe some learning um, related, some like educational technology related conferences. And then I could see who the other sponsors are um, and see like what technology companies are showing up as sponsors. Yeah. So site wildcard.sked.com slash directory slash sponsors. And this will just give you like a list of list of lists. Um, and then do edtech, all one word, and see if that gets, this gets where we want to go. Um, okay, awesome. So this way we get um, sponsors, you can get uh, the exhibitors, um, these are all, oh, some of these are, well, actually, I don't know if this is just, like, looks like someone's name, no, um, but you can clear through here, go to attendees, um, and here, you know, some people have their, their titles here, so you can also, so, um, you can even click through and look for... marketing instructor um, and once you're on someone so here it gets a little bit oh here we go you can see um, this looks like the filter by type is going to be um, the path what the sessions are on are yeah what the yeah. sessions are on uh, it doesn't look like it's necessarily um, yes yeah, so this is this is tech for that um but you can definitely just like play around um steve's throwing some good stuff in the chat too i'm gonna call that out um oh thank uh, you i can't um, see the chat right now it's i have two screens so i'm i'm taking advantage um so some good ones for conferences too like search sales and meet our team at conference oh that's you know? a good one so like we'll be here at because people put that on their marketing all the time like we'll be here at you know this on on Friday, so come say yeah. hi at our booth and enter into um, drawing for an iPad or like whatever the case may be. Um, sometimes people also share their Calendly. Oh, I will say this: I've had vendors try to just like literally just schedule something on my Calendly. The link is not that hard to find, um, mm -hmm. and with like as like their first cold outreach, just like put a, a meeting on my calendar, and it always kind of annoys me. Uh, but you can always try to do that. Um, get get super creative. Um, um, another one, just generally, again from Steve, because it's a good one. Um, searching just the web generally, um, sales quote meet our team. So maybe the meet our team page from somebody's from somebody's company website, for oh, example. Oh yeah, you know. Um, oh, we're gonna do. I mean, if we want to do this. Oh yeah, I guess um, that's gonna be. Oh yeah, meet our team. Toyota sales. We're gonna get a lot of car sales. Yeah, we're gonna um, want to take out some car sales. That was also from. Car, auto, maybe vehicle. I'm stealing these from Steve too, but they're oh. <laughs> vehicle vehicles. <laughs> um, I mean, and then you can also put in instead of uh, actually this one was Dave Galley. I think at a SourceTown session it said like you don't need a not if your ands are specific enough. Uh, you can also just put in you know we're looking for edtech B two B. Um, instead of trying to think of all the different ways of getting rid of, um, instead of just like excluding every single car you can think of. Um, look sure. At, <laughs> look here. Very, very true. Um, and this looks like it's mostly, oh, I've got customer support manager, a lot of like developers manager. Yeah. Uh, um, and then you can always, yeah, it's so a manager of partnerships, accountant. Figure that one out. Account, Inside partners. <laughs> uh, but you can also look look through just using. Um, I mean, here you're just getting a lot of people who like have come up through through sales. Uh, we got yeah, I think all twelve of those sales were in like that one person's bio. Uh, but you can do <laughs> a lot of of interesting stuff there as well. Although that might the meet our team might actually bring people who are who are more experienced, more senior. Um, awesome. Should we, should we move on to our next? Yeah, uh, I can throw another one out there. So. Um, just a general thing to, um, 
to think about researching when you're researching sales folks. Um, though we could obviously like keep going with all of these forever and ever because that's the fun of sourcing. Also, Purple Squirrel Notebook, shout out to, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, who gave me the Purple Squirrel Notebook? Oh, well, um, <laughs> my brain is failing. Um, so um, another thing is that I think about a fair amount when we're talking about especially more um, entry level salespeople is there's several different sales boot camps that exist out in the world that are like, you know, a couple week or a week long um, kickstart to like getting into a um, business development representative type role. Um, so we could search those um, and we could search those either like on someone's profile on LinkedIn because people are listed on, on, a res on LinkedIn, people might list it on their resume. So we could search that as well as a way to narrow this down. We could also just search some of these programs to get a little more information about them. So like, for example, one that I know about is Sales Assembly. Um, they, um, they have a Twitter as well. So like people who are following them on Twitter, people who are following them on LinkedIn could be a wormhole to go down. Um, they have events. So looking at who's been to their events could be another wormhole to go down. Um, same thing. Another one is Victory Lap. Um, these are just ones I know about in Chicago because that's where I, where I work. Um, of course, Victory Lap is gonna be challenging because that is just a phrase that exists in the world. Um, but we're loading slowly. Um, but that's an option, you know, so, so to just look at some of those kind of boot camp programs and try to get a sense of like, you know, who, who's involved, who's done those as a student, um, who's an alumni of that program. And then mm -hmm. um, same thing for some of these, like one that I am um, working on kind of networking into at this point and doing some volunteering with is there's an organization called Rework um, Chicago that specifically focuses on training for people coming from non-traditional backgrounds on kind of like who are a little more like underrepresented in the technology space getting training on how to be a BDR and SDR in a software company to get kind of that first step into like mm -hmm the more corporate like software industry space. Um, so I know that a lot of their instructors are volunteers, for example. So if I'm looking for like a more senior person, I could look on LinkedIn at like who volunteers with them too. And like, I know for a fact, just because I've met some of these people that like some of them are like senior account executives at LinkedIn, for example, or senior account executives at other companies and they mentor people who are new to sales. So um, that is another avenue to look specifically for people too. And then you also know that they have some kind of like, civic mindset as well which is kind of cool um so people who are instructors at like a boot camp would be a good thing to look for as well as people who are like volunteers um or people who are alumni of some of those you know some of those sales training programs especially for like a recent grad entry level role where they might not have a lot of other experience to look for on their resume that might be something to bubble up yeah for sure um so we've got 10 minutes left um so i think that i'm gonna squeeze in my last one although I mean I love boot camp um and definitely sometimes when you use it like I know even just for tech um like IT stars for things like IT, IT um help support yeah help desk support I I definitely search for their alumni um and then Stacy asked in the chat, um, curious if there's a place you like to start, LinkedIn, Google, conferences, groups. I mean, I feel like I do go in this order where I always, well, I mean, honestly, I always start in my database because warm leads are better than um, cold leads. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I do, like, start start where it's easier and then move harder. Um, yeah. You need to manage time. Um, and if you can find something where it's still easy to search, then you like take, take the time, find another person. I do the same thing. I will definitely, after we've gone through, you know, obviously inbound applicants, they're the easiest place to start and we know they already want to work here. Um, but um, same deal, I'll tend to start with LinkedIn or I'll tend to start with like, a, you know, a um, X-ray search of LinkedIn first because like it's it's a resume, it's, it's, it's the easiest thing to start with um, and then go from there, kind of wherever I feel like spiraling off to. 
Awesome. Um, and then some other things that came into the chat that went to all panelists instead of all um, attendees. Um, so Jay, if you want to share these back to all attendees, uh, but switchup.org has a list of boot camps. Um, what is it? Out, um, switchup.org, all one word. Um, oh, yeah, coding boot camps. I like it. Yeah, and then he had, um, there's another one, Tech Point Sales Bootcamp for IT Sales and salesbootcamp.com. Okay. Tech Point, uh, I want these just for my life. Tech Point, say again. <laughs> um, Tech Point Sales, it wasn't a website, it was just the name. Oh, Sales Bootcamp, probably. Sales Bootcamp, sweet, okay. And then what was the other one? And, uh, salesbootcamp.com. Thank you, I love it. Good to know. Cool. Also, like a lot of these boot camps, if you're in a, it's less applicable to probably Sarah's life as an agency person, but like if you're in an internal role, like the sales assembly one, for example, like my sales team goes to and partners with and does events about our company with. So then we end up getting a list of like people who have done that boot camp to with already contact information to net out, network out to because they are a graduate of this thing and they're trying to find their next job placement. So like in a longer play, you know, that these are orgs that you want to just kind of hook up with generally to um, and that can make your sourcing like really easy because you've kind of a pre-qualified list. Awesome. Okay, so I think I am next, and um, we're actually just going to go to my favorite thing. So I think it's not really me presenting. I don't talk about how much I love meetups. Um, but so this is another thing that I really love is, oh boy, so I don't want to move my, uh, like I don't want to move, this is just like so in the way, and it's just stuck there. Um, but anyways, so we've got Meetup um, here. I'm already logged in, so you can see it just has like all the things it possibly thinks that I want. Um, and right now it's, you know, 27 things based on interests that I probably set up a very long time ago. Um, but you can either look for sales meetups, um, then you're likely to find entry level people, people who are um, like, like you say, real estate training and networking intro online. Um, they're not, I have a lot of virtual speed dating, just like a lot of it, um, that's what Meetup is. But you can also um, do a site search for meetup.com um, and then think not just like, the thing with Meetup is a lot of people get really obsessed with like, okay, I need to find this because I need to find my future events. I need to find where I can go um, in person or online and be there. Um, but you can also go and think, um, going back to like why you, why you go to conferences, um, salespeople want to be where people who can buy their technology are. So they go to meetups too. Um, so I'm going to do a Salesforce one. Um, and I'm going to do Chicago, which I definitely remembered to put in. Um, but here you can find, um, look maybe at the uh, Salesforce developer user group. Um, say you're trying to find someone who, oh, come on. Um, some groups stay around and some of them don't. Um, but you can find um, Salesforce, Salesforce partners, people who are going to sell into Salesforce partners. Um, I know if I were a Salesforce salesperson, I would probably want to be here. Um, so you can hop in here and you can see the two whole people who are there, one organizer and one member. Um, once you log in, um, usually, yeah, okay. So like this one specific event had no no one showed up, but um, here we got 10,000 members and network after work. Um, and salespeople are absolutely, the, I mean, you'll see, so this is actually, um, it's sorted by relevance and I have linked my, um, meetup account with my Facebook account, so it's finding some of my actual Facebook friends. Um, but you can sort by date joined, you can sort by all sorts of things, um, and you can actually just see everyone who's in a group. Um, this is this is 10,000 people, so it's too much. Um, we're having this problem where we had one person and then 10,000, and the sweet spot is uh, significantly less, less than that. Um, but here's where you might look for it and try to um, page through people. Um, 
who are like there because like why do you come to an everything event you're there to recruit someone you're there to sell to them you're there because you're looking for a new job or you're there because it's generally a group a cool group of people you want to hang out with um but sometimes you know those those three reasons are a little bit um more likely to happen than, than that last four, that last fourth one um so it's a definitely like worth going and then once you have someone's real full name you can image search you can view their full profile and um a lot of people will um, get back to you. You can always, um, one thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is um, Meetup has its own messaging platform. Um, it's not ideal and you can't always send um, web addresses, but you can always say like, hey, um, just as you would if you were in person, quick introduction message. Um, you don't need to spend too long, you know, down a rabbit hole looking for an email address, especially if it's just like, hey, you're at this event. Um, I think you're there because of this. Um, and it works out. Let me stop my share. Well, we uh, have like three minutes left, it looks like. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, could I use data miner? Um, you can use data miner to um, pull people from a meetup page. Um, I all in your data miner. <laughs> yeah, well, you could you could have used Zap Info until I think. Um, Friday, I think, is, is the big day that uh, ZapInfo is shutting down, except on, on Indeed. Um, oh, but, did not know that. Oh, yeah, Indeed, Indeed acquired Data Miner, or not Data Miner, oh my gosh, uh, ZapInfo. Um, but you, can use data, um, you could use Data Miner and use that to sort of cross-reference. Um, like Aaron shared a spreadsheet that you can use to, like, if you've got people's names, turn them to, like, do an auto LinkedIn search to sort of speed it up. Um, but so, yeah. if you're doing something like sticking on Meetup, um, like honestly, and I guess this is because I have like a fairly well set up Meetup account. So it's like, hey, I'm here and I'm a person and I wasn't set up two days ago. Um, but you can actually just message people there. So I wouldn't necessarily automate and scrape all of that because um, I would spend a lot of time off of a platform just to, originally, just to ultimately go back to it. See, I'm like the amount of time it would take me to learn how to scrape things oh, no. the time I could Did be sourcing. You, can you still hear me? I think you froze. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, awesome. Awesome. I just got one of those, like, your internet connection is unstable. I um, hate that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just that when you're, like, on Meetup, at what point can you, like, bring in the instant data scraper? Because then it's just scraping the names. And sometimes I think they're just usernames that they have on their they profile. Are. They're not, like, their yeah. real names. So Sometimes. maybe that, yeah, it could be a waste of time, but like going directly and messaging and, um, but you gotta be careful because if you cut and paste um, messages in boards, you'll get caught and then they'll freeze your account and send you a, not that that's happened to me or anything. <laughs> yeah, I will say I have a pro meetup account because I, in my other life, I, I host, uh, I mean, it hasn't happened because of this pandemic for six months. Um, but because I host an event on Meetup, um, I think it can make it just a little bit more more wiggle room. I'm getting called out by Glenn for saying oh, the amount of time I spend learning to stay to scrape. I'll do it eventually. I'll do it one of these days. <laughs> oh yeah, Glenn! Glenn is teasing you, isn't he? See, but I could be learning to make sourdough bread or spinning yarn or you know any of the other ten thousand things I like to do. Um, I'll learn it eventually. <laughs> this has been a fantastic show. We appreciate you so much for joining us today. Friends, this yes. has been fantastic. Um, if anybody would like to reach out to you, Shannon, where can they find you? Yeah, um, so LinkedIn is there. Um, I have a Twitter, but I don't check it that much anymore. Um, but it exists. Um, and I mean, it's Shannon. Oh gosh, what is it? Never mind. Ignore my Twitter because I haven't used it in a really long time. Um, so yeah, LinkedIn is the best way. Um, that's probably the best way. Yep. And I asked Erin um, about the shirt and she said she did design it. I was like, where can we buy one? So we're waiting to find out. But yeah, she did design that really cool shirt that you have yeah. on. Yeah, when um, she says how to buy one, I'll share it on my LinkedIn because I like this shirt. Yeah. It's a good shirt. I would definitely be, be so in to like buy. I also have that shirt um, to do like a, another round of it. Um, it's a great shirt. Uh, awesome. And then you can find me at Sarah Eagleberg, all one word on Twitter and LinkedIn. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for you, um, for all the resources that you provided. I learned so much. I'm going to need to rewatch this show. And for all of those of you who've requested the recording, we put all of our shows on our YouTube channel. So just search tech recruit one word and you'll find all of our videos from our talent analytics, our dueling sourcers, our conferences, our tech recruit conferences, and all of our um, podcasts. Um, and interviews. So you can find all that there. So we post within the next 72 hours. And um, Dueling Sorcerers is every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And every Wednesday, we have the Talent Analytics, Talent Intelligence Show. Tomorrow, we have the Chief Data Scientist for Jobbyte. We're very excited to have them on the show, on, him on the show. And I hope you will join us. And uh, for those of you who are uh, needing resources for work and you're in the recruitment industry, we host a show, Talent Acquisition, Helping Talent Acquisition, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. For all these shows, you can find the links on our website, techrecruit.io. And we'll look forward to seeing everybody next time. Have a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.